If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in, or for tuning in again. This is episode number 242, Earnest Truth, a trip to small town America. No woke, no corporate bullshit, just really nice. It is Friday, yay, and um, I normally don't do this but this is not um let's say normal but to hell with that i just wanted to tell you about my recent trip and i think you might find this interesting um i decided that um we should take a trip kind of a mini vacation nothing really uh highfalutin or expensive just wanted to take a trip actually it was a gift for my wife's birthday and we had uh, we had discussed doing this for some time taking a trip and i wanted to surprise her and that's what i did so ended up going way south of where i live to small town america small town oregon and there were two cities and um we settled in and got a cabin in o'brien oregon and the city to the north of it is called selma and let me tell you something folks if you ever wanted an argument against corporate corporatism if you will this is it because this was fabulous and i mean fabulous on so many levels so what happened was was we went there and it was uh very beautiful and we had our cabin and um, lug their stuff in the usual thing that you do and then for the next five days we were going to go exploring and believe me exploring we did and although these are both admittedly small towns let me tell you there was more going on and more places to see 
and more to be seen than I could have possibly imagined. Matter of fact, um, we didn't have enough time to do everything that, as it turns out, we wanted to do. But that's what we ended up doing. And, um, of course, I was making my thoughts and observations about the place. And so, I'm sharing that with you. Now, <clears throat> there was one thing that I noticed right off the bat was that there wasn't any kind of fast food. There was no McDonald's, no Arby's, none of that, none of that shit. None of it was there. And I thought, okay, well, this, this could be, you know, kind of slow. And, um, you know, I wasn't immediately enamored with the lack of uh, so-called amenities, but that would change really quickly. When you coupled that with the natural beauty and the friendly faces and absolutely no element of crime or any, any of that, any of that nonsense going on, you could just completely relax in those places. And I thought, wow, so it actually took me at least an entire day, if not two, to fully appreciate this. So um, we went from place to place on our little itinerary of places to see. But the weird thing was, was that it seemed as though as every time we found a place and wanted to check it out, we found three more. <clears throat> but like I said, what I noticed was, um, you know, as you're out and about and you're, well, kind of hungry and you want to eat, there were, there were none. I mean, there were no corporate places to eat at all, which is really strange when you're not used to that. And I'm not. And it was just purely local. And then I got to thinking, this place seems really nice. I'm wondering if there is any kind of correlation between these places, these corporate behemoths that are missing, and the overall general quality of life. And, as I found out, it appears as though that, well, that's the case. Um, because if you needed or wanted anything at all, it was there. You didn't have any problem finding anything that you needed. But there simply wasn't any, you know, corporate presence at all. And this was 
actually so marked and so profound that um, I actually, you know, in conversations that I struck up with locals, I'd I asked them about this, and I said, "Hey, uh, you know, you guys, well, you don't have this, and you don't have that, and and the other." And uh, they looked at me and they said, "Yeah, we don't really want that element." Mal, could you imagine that working with you know their city council, even though and these places that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the cities of O'Brien and Selma in particular. You know, we're not talking about big cities. These are small towns. Um, and it's not a situation where they, you know, have a lot of money. But um, apparently the city council there has pretty much made it a... Um, a situation where, as let's say, these uh, corporate behemoths are not welcome. As a matter of fact, when I had a chance to talk to a few of the locals, they simply said, yeah, uh, they're not exactly welcome here. And I thought that that was, <clears throat> I thought that was really refreshing. Um... And what happened as a consequence of that was that I could enjoy uh, everything that those towns had to offer. And we're talking some very beautiful scenery. But beyond that, I mean, it was the people. Um, they were super friendly and super nice. And I know, I know you're going to say, well, yeah, it's small towns, and small towns are known for that. And maybe there's, yeah, maybe there's something to that. Because when you bring the behemoths of the big city into these places, there seems to be a, a correlation that you can also bring in the undesirable aspects of those things. And apparently, both cities have worked really hard um, to go, you know, exactly in the exact opposite direction of, let's say, encouraging them to be there. And typically, the way this works, if a town is wants to be up and coming, that um, some corporate behemoth, whether it be a fast food place or maybe, I don't know, even an auto plant or what have you, uh, they approach the uh, city council or the mayor or what have you, and they expect to have their ass greased with tax abatements so they don't have to pay you know any taxes um to the local city base for the next i don't know 50 100 years and uh yeah they just want to basically what they want to do is get in there 
and make lots of money, pay no taxes, and you know, after two or three years, especially if it's an auto plant, um, or you know, maybe it'll take five years. But even so, if if for some reason it doesn't quite work out, then they at at their option they can close up shop to say hell with you, pull out and. Um, no taxes, no nothing, no nothing to be paid. And it's purely what it always is. To hell with you. It's been great. And see you later. But apparently, <clears throat> these towns, what I will say, which I feel is really good news, have decided to, um, let's say, stay small, um, but to buck that trend and, uh, you know, actively go against it. And um, there was everything, and I thoroughly um, went to all of the places we went. We went to every place that you could imagine, and then some, and as I said, we still didn't have enough time. But... Um, this attitude, this this prevailing anti-corporatism that's there, um, was really a breath of fresh air. Because the place simply had an entirely different vibe. It had an entirely different feeling. And, um, you know, you didn't, you didn't see a huge... Uh, cop presence, for instance, because it simply wasn't needed. And I feel that's a good thing. And anyway, went through this place and I also didn't see all of the bad elements that are associated with the cities that have gone beyond what I would call, you know, populational control um, measures. You know, they didn't have, because one of the reasons is they didn't have huge population issues, and also they didn't have a huge influx of people who were basically expecting you know assistance and or a free ride now i don't want to it's important and i don't want to give you the wrong impression that these are very very well to do small towns that are you know exclusively for the the rich or the wealthy because they're not actually far from it and there are other towns in that region that have gone that route and yeah they've expanded and they have so much of that element going on but also by the same token you notice there's a whole lot of um, there's a whole lot of a very unpleasant, undesirable element as well.
And so, as a consequence of that, apparently the, the uh, council people or the mayor or what have you apparently have the intelligence and the foresight to see and notice this and so they have their own policies, like I said, that pretty much discourages that. Now, if you think about this for a moment, let's say you want to take a trip someplace. Do you want to take a trip with the area, the town and whatnot, having all the amenities that you're used to in your city, but by the same token, they have the same negative and deleterious aspects of, um, I don't know, lots and lots of homeless people, people living on the street, people sleeping on the sidewalk, and <clears throat> the, whole, the whole negative um, element that you don't want. Well, if that's the case, well, there you have it. Because this is something that was really quite, it was quite um, fascinating for me. And I thought that I should let you know. I thought I should let you know because... You know, apparently this um, situation, as far as having a belief system of just endless and perpetual growth in business, um, apparently, um, you know, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, it just, um, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up as far as the uh, the reality of what you can experience in life or what you're going to experience. And so, after I had thought about this for a while, I said, yeah, if I ever, I don't know, hit the lottery or become rich somehow, <laughs> If that's the case, I have a pretty good idea of where I might be heading. I don't know if it would be either of those towns in particular, but um, they're definitely up there. And it definitely left a strong impression in my mind. So... I'm saying all this because there is, with all of the people that I've talked to about traveling, doing vacations, and I, I feel it's important that you know that I am far from well-to-do, personally. And this is, um, hell, I haven't... I haven't been anywhere in probably, I don't know, doing anything like this in probably three years, at least. 
And so it's I'm, it's not like I'm certainly, you know, well-to-do and I have an RV and all that. I, I don't. We just had the car and had your uh, cabin that I rented that had few amenities um, other than electricity. And, uh, you know, we did this on the cheap. As much as out of uh, principle as out of necessity you might say but the accommodations other than that were great and the main thing again was the people and the people there were besides being really friendly uh were not crazy they were not um you know just really dismissive or you know, they were just nice folks. And uh, when you haven't when you haven't had that in a while and when you haven't been treated that way, it's a big deal. And or at least it is to me. And we uh, very much appreciated that. And the wife was talking with me and saying, uh, geez, you, you know, you, <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't be treated like this or have this experience in, in Portland. And I was like, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree you wouldn't <laughs> because Portland has pretty much become crazy. So, um, yeah, I went the opposite direction and, um, these towns are um, roughly, I don't know, about four or five hour drive, uh, pretty much, pretty much due south of Salem, which is the state capital. For those of you who um, may be listening somewhere else, and um, that's what we experienced. And um, so I was telling you this um, because I don't know if you even, where you live, I don't know if you even have this kind of option uh, in your uh, state or not. But I am fortunate enough that I was able to have it. And um, as a consequence, here I am sharing this with you. Normally, on um, on a Friday, I will, you know, often talk about, you know, politics or perhaps world events or something like that. But this, I wanted to be, you know, a bit different. I just wanted to. Um, share with you this experience that I had had. And the main thing is, I don't, I don't know if you would consider this to be political or not, but it does seem to tie in with um, at least two of the very important issues that I talk about often which is, you know, generally speaking, politics and population. The big, the big PP, if we'll call it that, <laughs> politics and population. 
But um, yeah, there wasn't, I didn't, with maybe one or two rare exceptions, it wasn't like I, it wasn't um, really any radical right wing element there. Um, or conversely, um, a left wing element. It was just, it was just folks. It was just work, working folks. And they, um, you know, they were living their lives. Um, and they seemed completely, you know, pretty much content and, and happy with the place they were living in. Now I know this is this is all perhaps a bit superficial and you know let's face it I mean if you're going to talk to people at length and if I'd had that opportunity I mean you know people can always find fault where they live and and such but the fact is is that there are problems and then there are problems and I can tell you this much, those people, at least that I spoke to and what I experienced, um, by comparison, even compared to where I live here in Salem, there, there was no, there was no comparison. Um, and the, the general, I would say the general, um, attitude of the people was just well normal and outgoing and friendly and that is a good thing um i have been to i have been to um small towns before and but these were small towns that had a also had a very strong corporate presence let's say so the same kind of you know the walmarts and and buy marts and and all these uh, fast food places and all that those elements were there and like i said before they were there seemed to be a correlation with the overall demeanor of the folks that lived there but in this case it was very different and I was, and I still am, um, I mean, I'm feeling, I'm enjoying it. I'm stilling, I'm still enjoying the residual effects of, you know, how it felt. And, um, you know, it was, it was one of those deals where, um, finally, you know, the time, the time flew by. And I was, you know, uh, talking with the wife and time flew by and it's like, okay, before you know it, it's time to go back home. <laughs> and it was okay. And, um, yeah. So, um, I didn't, when I was there and believe me, I was looking, I was looking everywhere I didn't see I didn't see poverty anywhere. I I was not seeing absolute just, you know, just p 
people wandering aimlessly and that whole element, it, it just wasn't. And it was really refreshing uh, not to uh, have to experience that for a few days. <laughs> so, um, whatever it is, and I'm going to, uh, on my own time, I'm going to follow through with this and I'm going to do my own research on it. But, you know, when I encounter something like this and it makes me, you know, feel this good, I want to know the main thing that I want to know is what is it that they're doing uh, that seems to be working and seems to be positive as opposed to other places where, well, it appears as though it's not working. <laughs> and so, like I said, um, kind of an unusual um, broadcast, I know um, it may be. But um, at least I can say that that's what I did. And I really, um, for a change, I really enjoyed myself. And... If you have had or can tell me or have had a similar experience, please, by all means, feel free and, you know, and let me know. But like I said, um, if there's, you know, I look for correlations and um, there, there was no corporatism there um, really to speak of. And for that matter, it was, you know, as they say, <clears throat> very old school, but, you know, you could leave your door unlocked at night and you really wouldn't have any worries. And that is something rare, um, especially when all we hear about all the time is, you know, chaos and mayhem and deaths and shootings. And it just gets old and get just really fucking gets old. So um, that's what I wanted to share with you. And I wanted to say that means basically, hey, if there's a better way of living or, or doing something or whatever elements are involved. And if that, for instance, may just happen to be a you know, a very significantly lowered population, if that's the case, whatever it may be, whatever the it is in the equation, um, and it's, you know, for all I know, besides population or lack thereof, it um, is probably other factors combined with that as well, I'm sure. But that being the case... Um, I think it deserves mentioning and talking about and thinking about because, like I said, I just wanted to share that with you. And um, hopefully um, we can, you know, study on this a little bit and maybe we could even come up with um, our own little utopias even if those utopias might even be in the city. Take care.
Why should you listen to the Ernest Mann Show? Because instead of hearing such servile, cowardly, and ballless reporting from corporate news sources delivering news such as, I believe Senator so-and-so that you might be telling an untruth. Mm. You want to hear what really needs to be said, such as, Senator Asshole is a paid corporate shill, and if there is still any real law left in this country, and if the judge is in a good mood, he should minimally be tarred and feathered with a subsequent 10-year sentence of hard labor with no possibility of parole for stealing taxpayer money. This is why you should listen, because it clearly demonstrates your ability to see through such mass corporate bullshit due to your greater perception and intelligence. That's why you should listen to The Earnest Man Show.